Good morning, people of God. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. I love you, Jesus. Here's another day with another message, another teaching from the Holy Spirit. This is Apostle Shirley Evans, today being September 30th, Wednesday, September 20th, 2020. The time is 10.21 a.m. We just love the Lord. I pray that when you receive this message, that your mind will be in perfect peace and that you will be well and stay safe. Of course, we always have songs from the Lord and we are in the book of Matthew. And I'm telling you, all night I laid in my bed and and I'm sleeping, but I can hear the song in my spirit and even until I woke up. And all I can say is that hold on to Jesus. He will always be there with you because there are times when there's so much is going on, you feel that you're just alone, but he promised never to leave you nor forsake you. So let us continue to turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace turn your eyes turn your eyes upon jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace and the song that wouldn't leave me last night even up until this morning once i stood in the night with my head bowed low in the darkness as black as could be then my heart felt alone and i cried oh lord don't hide your face from me hold my hand all the way every hour every day from here to the great unknown take my hand let me stand where no one stands alone 
like a king. I may live in a palace so tall with great riches to call my own. But I don't know a thing in this whole wide world than worse than being alone. Hold my hand all the way, every hour, every day, from here to the great unknown. Take my hand, let me stand where no one stands alone. Hold my hand, let me stand where no one stands alone. Let me sing that first verse again. Once I stood in the night with my head bowed low in the darkness as black as could be. Then my heart felt alone and I cried, Oh Lord, don't hide your face from me. I am sure some people who are going to receive this, there are times you go through that feeling. God, are you there? Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. He's right there. Holding your hand all the way. He's holding it every hour and every day. Hold my hand all the way, every hour, every day, from here to the great unknown. Hold my hand, let me stand where no one stands alone. Hold my hand, let me stand where no one stands alone. <clears throat> this is for my three boys and they know who they are. Three men of God, mighty men of God. One is a leader, one is a prophet, one is a warrior. Hasheko mamande sura mandia sikidia. Roma mandia sete yama kuri yamani kuri yamesi tire kuri ramandia soto. 
Roma manara rariko to ramania sete ramania kiarara suyamane. Roma maya yeye kuri sete ramakia yare kiriaroso to ramakia. Roma nere rasia nere shonere soro ramanere sia. Rohu me mi kiti ne mandidi osoro ramakia nere shonere soro ramakia sete amande. No, 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 Oria da da kavada macha blare da da koria da 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 siya da 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 mandere da soto da da makia da da siya da rora da da makia da 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 siya da 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 siya hide mani ya wings da 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 koria da da siya mama mama mandere da da koria da da sata da da koria masiya da da siya ora da da makoria masata da 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 makore da masiya oh mama yete da 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 siya da da koria da da sete da da siya. Oh, blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus. Hold their hand. Hold my hand. Let me stand. Take their hands. Take my hand. Let us stand where no one stands alone. Father God, I thank you for this morning, another day. God, you're going to hold our hand. You're going to keep us protected from the enemy. Because you promised to do that. And Father God, I just hear you say that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of it all. So Father, in the name of Jesus, whoever is going to get these messages, Lord God, if they are afflicted, God, you said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord God will deliver them. I speak deliverance this morning. I speak healing. I speak deliverance. I speak healing and deliverance over your people. I speak breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Rama manderara soto rada siara no kuriye mekitere ya sata. Rama mayete dara soto rada namasiya rere kora mande sorare kora rada sha ikuna rada siara no kuriye namasiya. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus from the rising of the sun and the going until the going down of the same. The Lord's name is to be praised. So we praise you. We honor you, we worship you, we glorify you, we magnify your name, God. 
Thank you for the shift and thank you for the breakthrough. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you hold on to His Word. God is about to do the things that you thought was never possible. Father, we thank you this morning. We speak peace to the minds of your people. Peace today. In the name of Jesus and our message. Blessed Jesus. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing forever before. Oh my soul, worship His holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship your holy name, sing like ever before, oh my soul, and worship his holy name. My soul say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I say yes, yes, Lord, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll obey. Then my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Yes, Lord. Here is the word. I honor you this morning. I honor you, Lord God. I honor you this morning. And I thank you, your word will not fall to the ground. It will go forward and will accomplish what you send it forth to do. So this morning you have us in Matthew chapter 10, verses 1 to verses 16, where Jesus sends out the 10 disciples. It's time to go out, whoever you are. It's getting ready to send you out. It, it includes me. From verses 1 to 16, it says, He called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out evil spirits. 
and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector. James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus. Simon, the zealot, and Judas is carried, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not take along any gold or silver or copper in your belts. Take no bag for the journey, or extra tunic, or sandals, or staff, for the worker is worth his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, search for some worthy person there and stay at his house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that home or town. I tell you the truth. It will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. This is the version that I'm reading this morning. It's time to go. Here is Jesus is sending out his disciples. Verse 1. Jesus called his 12 disciples. He didn't draft them, force them, or ask them to volunteer. He chose them to serve him in a special way. Christ calls us today. He doesn't twist our arms and make us do something we don't want to do. We can choose to join him or remain behind. When Christ calls you to follow him, how do you respond? Verse 2 to 4, the list of Jesus' 12 disciples doesn't give us many details, probably because there weren't many impressive details to tell. Jesus called people from all walks of life. He called fishermen. He called political activists. He called tax collectors. He called common people and uncommon leaders, rich and poor, educated and uneducated. Today, many people think only certain people are fit to follow Christ, but this was not the attitude of the master himself. God can use anyone, no matter how insignificant he or she appears. 
when you feel small and useless remember that god uses ordinary people to do his extraordinary work bartholomew is probably another name for nathaniel remember nathaniel who was under the fig tree whom we meet in john chapter one thaddeus is also known as judas son of james the disciples are also every one of them they answered the call simon the zealot may have been a member of the zealots we don't know the zealots the zealots was a radical political party working for the violent overthrow of rome rule in israel we don't know we're not sure why did jesus send the disciples to the gentiles or the samaritans a gentile is anyone who is not a jew that's who a gentile is so i would consider a gentile i'm not a jew the samaritans were a race that resulted from intermarriage between jews and gentiles after the old testament captive captivities jesus asked his disciples go only to the jews because he came first to the jews god chose them to tell the rest of the world about him jewish disciples and apostles preached the gospel of the risen christ all around the roman empire and soon gentiles were pouring into the church the bible clearly teaches that god's message of salvation is for all people regardless of race sex or national origin the jews were waiting for the messiah to usher in his kingdom they hoped for a political and military kingdom that would free them from roman rule and bring back the days of glory under david and solomon but jesus was talking about a spiritual kingdom the gospel today is that the kingdom is still near jesus the messiah has already begun his kingdom on earth in the hearts of his followers it's in the heart one day the kingdom will be fully realized then evil will be destroyed and all people will live in peace with one another jesus gave the disciples a principle to guide their actions as they ministered to others freely you have received can i repeat that freely you have received freely give because god has showered us with his blessings we should give generously to others of our time love and possessions jesus said that those who minister are to be cared for if he calls you he chose you he verify you you are his ambassador you're working in his kingdom jesus said that those who minister 
are to be cared for. The disciples could expect food and shelter in return for the spiritual service they provided. Who ministers to you? Make sure you take care of the pastors, missionaries, and teachers who serve God by serving you. I need to repeat that. Jesus said that those who minister are to be cared for. I know plenty of people have this attitude. Oh, God sent you and he can provide for you. Oh yes, he's gonna provide for you. But he, the only hands he have is our hands on earth. He's not gonna send the food and the raiment through the sky. The song said the windows of heaven is open. The blessings are falling. Let's get it right. Have you walked outside and saw grits and rice and meat and chicken and money falling from the skies? Never. It might be a dream, but it's not so. In reality, this is the earth. And so, and so therefore, what God is saying here is that those who he sends to minister to you, you should care for them. And God will reward you. When he sent me out on a missionary journey, all the missionary journeys that he sent out, I went with my bag, yes. But when I arrived to the place where, when I ended up where he sent me, everything was provided, they provided for me because God put in their heart to take care of me because I was going everywhere ministering. He said, take no thought, take no script. I'm sending you and I'm going to open up the hearts of them to take care of you. Now, some hearts are so locked, they have about seven deadlocks, and they will give you an ocean of problems, but it may be a teardrop of blessing. Because they figured, oh no, God called you and He can sustain you. But what God is saying, yes, He's going to sustain the ministers, the teachers, and the prophets, He's going to sustain them. But he is looking for your heart to be open to say, oh, they're caring for me. Let me give them a drop. I'm not saying this. I'm saying it in my voice. But the Holy Ghost is saying it because we, a lot of times, prophets and teachers and pastors try to take advantage of the sheep, the people. But the true ministers of God won't ask you for a dollar. But it's up to you to know that they are God's servants. I should take care of them. We need to have a new mindset, a new attitude. But it's in the scripture. Jesus said that those who minister are to be cared for. So everywhere Jesus went with his disciples, they were cared for. 
And it wasn't only Jesus and his disciples. There were some people around him. They were, I call them sustainers, caretakers. There's some some women, as we read forward in the word, we'll understand. They were taking care of Jesus' need. I just bless the Lord is here this morning. I need to send out, I need to get a prescription filled. And because I cannot go to get it, I mean, here it is, someone would call me and say, listen, if you need that done, I will come and pick it up and go and do it. God will ever bless them. They know about caring. They know what the word says. How come I'm parked right here? I don't know, but God is speaking to whoever. Jesus said that those who minister are to be cared for. The disciples could expect food and rain and, and shelter in return to the spiritual service they provided. Who ministers to you? Make sure you take care of the pastors the missionaries and teachers who serve God by serving you. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 9. I'll go there. 1 Corinthians. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 9 and 10 says, this is the, the heading is the necessity of self-denial. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 9 and 10 says, no, I'm, yes, I'm going to read from there. For it is written in the law of Moses, thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox, that treaded out the corn. Doth God care for oxen? Or said he it altogether for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt. This is written, that he that plough it should plough in hope, and he that thresh it in hope should be partaker of his hope. Verse 11 says, If we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we shall reap your carnal things? First Timothy five and seventeen says. First Timothy chapter five and seventeen says. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. Matthew chapter 10, verse 10 says, Mark's account in Matthew chapter, Mark's account in Mark chapter 6, verse 8. I'll go there. Mark 6 and verse 8 
says, and he went out from thence, verse 8 says, and commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey, save a staff only, no script, no bread, no money in their purse. I remember one, one missionary journey that I was going and the Holy Spirit said I had to go. So I got my suitcase and I packed enough soup in that suitcase for a week. Someone called me the next day. They didn't know I was going anywhere. And they called, Sister Evans, how you doing? I said, I'm, I'm fine, you know. She said, well, where are you up to? I said, well, God is sending me away in Toronto. She said, well, I don't know. But I hear the Holy Spirit say, take those things or that bag. He could take care of you. I was like, God, you're something else. Take those things out of the bag. He can take care of you. Take enough for a day. Well, that was not, that was the Holy Ghost. Tell me, where are you going with these things? Didn't I tell you I'm going to take care of you? So I knew it was God. I took those things and I took enough for a day. Well, I was taken care of every day, every six, the six months that I went there. I was taken care of with food and clothing and everything that I need because God was the one who was doing it. But God was the one who put it in the spirit of Lydia. The person's name wasn't Lydia. Okay? The woman housed me. This is the spirit of reciprocity because what happened is that that woman's son was the son that I went in intensive care and called life back into him. So here it is. The spirit of the, the anointing of reciprocity. You gave and it gave back to you. Okay? There, there was no charge to go call life back because I was God calling life back in that person. But never knew years later, God would land me in her hand, in her house, to take care of me on a mission. So just how God had a Lydia. And the book of Acts to take care of the care for the things of Paul. God has assigned people to care for you. Now, some people wouldn't even open up their door to you, but they lose their blessing. Say, take no staff. And Matthew and Luke say something else. Jesus may have meant that they were not to take an extra pair of sandals, staff, and bag. In any case, the principle was that they were to go out ready for duty and travel, unencumbered by excess material goods. About one o'clock the other night, I'm still out here in my Bible, and then I realize I need to go to my bed. And as I walked away from my desk, I heard the word paraphernalia. Well, I haven't heard that word for such a long time. And I was like, Holy Spirit, I can't, I don't even remember how to spell this word. I said, you'll have to tell me how to spell it because if you can't spell it, you can't find it in the dictionary. All of a sudden, he told me how to spell it. Well, as I walked away to go to my room, it was like, get your paraphernalia ready. You got to be ready because he's about to send you out on duty. 
In any case, the principle was that they were to go out ready for duty and travel, unencumbered by excess material goods. Verse 14, why did Jesus tell his disciples to shake the dust off their feet if a city or home didn't welcome them? When leaving Gentile cities, pious Jews often shook the dust from their feet to show their separation from Gentile practices. If the disciples shook the dust of a Jewish town from their feet, it would show their separation from Jews who rejected their Messiah. I remember the first time that happened to me was when I went to take that message to Abaco and Grand Mahama. When I was about to leave, I hear the Holy Spirit say, shake the dust off your feet. It's time to go back. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. This gesture was to show the people that they were making a wrong choice, that the opportunity to choose Christ might not present itself again. Are you receptive to teaching from God? If you ignore the Spirit's prompting, you may not get another chance. Remember the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah? The cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed by fire from heaven because of their wickedness. Those who reject the gospel, when they hear it, will be worse off than the wicked people of these destroyed cities who never heard the gospel at all. Let me tell you something. Some things are happening in this world now. And it's happening suddenly. And that doesn't mean God did not send his messengers to give you the word of God. But you keep rejecting, the people keep rejecting the message and the messenger. At least receive the message so when god sends the messenger over and over with the same word to you and you keep on rejecting then you open the door to the devil and he comes to steal to kill and to destroy verse 16 the opposition of the pharisees would be like ravening wolves The disciples' only hope would be to look to their shepherd for protection. We face similar hostility. Like the disciples, we are not to be sheep-like in our attitude, but sensible and prudent. We are not to be gullible pawns, but neither are we to be deceitful connivers. Can I repeat that? We are not to be gullible pawns, but neither are we to be deceitful connivers. We must find a balance between wisdom and vulnerability to accomplish God's work. Matthew chapter 10, verse 17 to 42 declares, and I will read that. 
Be on your guard against men. This is where Jesus prepares the disciples for persecution. Persecution will come. And I wonder how some people think that, oh no, I don't have to be persecuted because, you know, and I don't have to suffer and I don't go through nothing because Jesus died on the cross. You took all of that. We need a revelation. Jesus prepares the disciples for persecution. Be on your guard against men. They will hand you over to the local councils and flog you in their synagogues. They could flog you with their words. They could flog you with maybe sticks. I don't know. They could flog you. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say. For it will not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will betray, brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. All men will hate you because of me, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. I tell you the truth, you will not finish going through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A student is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the student to be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If the head of the house has been called Beelzebub, how much more the members of his household? So do not be afraid of them. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your air, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who could kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your father. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies, a man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And anyone who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life 
will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives the one who sent me. Anyone who receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And anyone who receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is my disciple, I tell you the truth, he will certainly not lose his reward.